So I want to start off this podcast by telling you something that I have told everyone. You don't have to go to college to make it in the accounting industry. And I'm going to tell you why, because I didn't. I have worked my way up from a clerk to a senior corporate accountant without an accounting degree. The way that I have done that is it has taken years, but I was consistent. I took my career seriously. I asked for what I wanted and I pushed to make myself valuable at every turn. I was also very good at what I did. Well, am because I am currently a senior corporate accountant without a degree. So I want to make sure everybody knows you don't have to go that normal route of going to college and taking on all of that college debt and that stress to be able to get a good job, to be able to prove your value to a company because I did it. So it is possible. Some people will literally judge you for not having a degree and others will commend you for getting as far as you have without one. A lot of people go their entire life without having a degree and they decide they want to get their degree later in life. And you might be one of those people. I might even be one of those people. I'm still debating. There is benefit in the schooling because accounting classes do teach you a lot. But what people don't seem to realize is that on-the-job experiences teach you much more. I have been in the accounting industry since I graduated high school in 2007. I was a mail clerk at a national accounting service center for a national grocery store chain uh, for six months. And then I moved up to be an accounting clerk. And then I was accounting clerk for four months. Then I became a collection specialist, and this is all in that accounting, uh, National Accounting Service Center that I was just talking about, this corporation. Then I moved to Atlanta. I became a event compliance and tax breakdown specialist. I did really great in that job, and I was working with everyone that had their own degrees, and I was one of the best at what I was doing. And I was catching their errors. And that's not to say that if you went to school that you don't know anything. That's just to say that you don't have to go to school to have that level of knowledge or to have the capacity to do good work and to do great work, really. And so that was a really, really big boost to me at the time. I was so proud of myself that I didn't go to college. Everybody else in the environment did. And I was kicking butt. <laughs> um so then after that, I ended up being a billing and payroll specialist in a flooring company. So dealt with a lot of contractors and a lot of uh, meticulous calculations regarding different flooring types that got put in and all that fun stuff. I ended up actually teaching other people how to do the proper calculations because they were a bit difficult. So that was fun for me. Um, I ended up being a tariff maintenance specialist, which is basically... Um, where you build out a bunch of rates behind the scenes in the system for billing and for pricing for different different add-on fees. And this was for an overseas shipping company. So that was a very unique industry and a unique experience for me that taught me a lot. 
Then the next company I worked at, I decided I was going to take my career more seriously. I was going to actually focus on it because prior to this point, I was doing hobbies on the side. I wasn't taking my job super seriously. I was young, so I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just thought, you know, these jobs are just jobs that I have because I need a job and I didn't really take them too seriously. So um, then I went to a software as a service company. So it's a service-based company. Um, lots of memberships, things like that. I started off as the AR specialist. I got basically like a half day of training, but that's really all I needed. I took that position by storm, really, and I whipped everything into shape. I helped with processes. I helped with, you know, coordinating between sales departments and the executives as well as the accounting department. I was kind of the glue to it all. And that made me very proud and every almost everybody knew me and went to me for help. So that was a big deal to me. Um, at that company, uh, they were nice enough to pay for me to do my bookkeeping certification and become a certified bookkeeper with AIPB.org, which is a big deal because I was the first in the company to actually get that certification. And so as soon as I got it, I got a raise. I was promoted to bookkeeper, which was huge for me. And then um, ultimately I ended up going into becoming a staff accountant. And how I did that was I just asked, I said, hey, I talked to the CFO and I said, how is it possible to become a staff accountant at this company without a degree? And he said, absolutely. You know, and, and at that point, I had already established a track record with this company. They knew I did amazing work. And so my next step was I became a staff accountant. Okay, so one thing I do want to say here is that I did ask for the staff accountant position, but I want you to keep in mind, we didn't have any staff accountants on our team. Um, we had me as the bookkeeper. We had another full charge bookkeeper who had been there for a long time. And I had to, to, to deal with some conversations between she and I, because when you have people that have been there for a long time, they feel like they should be the first to get promoted, right? And so I basically told her, I said, hey, I'm going for a staff accountant. I think you should too, because you deserve it too, you know? So I was that supportive coworker that I'm like, ooh, I don't want her to not like me because I'm getting a promotion and she's not, but she's not asking, right? So I told her, like, ask, ask for what you want. I mean, I don't know what they're going to say, but I think it's a great opportunity. Um, and she, I don't think she ended up getting it. I'm not sure if she even asked, honestly, um, but I was not going to let that stop me from basically advancing in my career. I was just so excited and I didn't want her to be mad at me. So I wanted to make sure that she knew I still respected her and I do know her value, even, you know, if she doesn't get that position or if she doesn't go for that position. So that's all to say, you're, you're gonna have some people that get a little bit frustrated along the way. And that is part of it. You're going to have to learn how to manage the people around you, your coworkers, um, try not to ruffle feathers, but sometimes their, their feathers will be ruffled regardless. Um, about, I want to say a year or two years later, I ended up leaving and now I'm at a national corporation. Not going to say which one, 
but um, I started off there as a staff accountant because I don't have a degree. So I basically came in and I was really good at the software they were using, which is NetSuite. So I don't know if you're familiar, but it's a pretty big um, mid-sized company system that's being used for, it's, it's a very robust system, um, but it's very unique. So if you have experience using that system, it's a big bonus for companies that have that system in place because it's a bit difficult to learn for new people. Um, so when I went into, you know, becoming a staff accountant, about a year after I became a senior accountant and because really I proved how valuable I was and I did great work and I had great ideas and they valued me. So that is my career track record in a nutshell very fast paced. <laughs> so that's what I did to get to where I was at. And yes, I took, I did enroll in college. Um, it's like, it was like a community college and I did take one accounting class throughout that. The first two years of college are like your prereqs and stuff. So I did a few other classes, but only one accounting class, which I actually want to take more accounting classes because I like really just want to take them and have more knowledge, but I learned so much over the years in my different accounting positions because I've worked in so many different industries and I've seen things done so many different ways that I feel like I can tackle anything. Just give me a little bit of resources that I need and I'm going to take it. So if you have that attitude, you can get there. You can get to that level. There are caps in corporate. For example, uh, most corporations are not going to hire you straight out of the gate as a senior accountant if you don't have a degree. So to me, I knew that. And so I had to basically work my way up. And that's what I did. And honestly, I wasn't even expecting to get that senior accountant position. It The opportunity presented itself and I threw my hat in the ring. So a big part of it is really asking for what you want. And if they say, you know, no, we, we can't give you that right now, uh, or we can't give you that, then your response should always be, well, how can I get there? What can I do to reach that position? And they can either give you a roadmap or they can say there is no roadmap. And then you have a decision to make. Do you want to stay there, stay at the position you're in, or do you want to move on and try your luck somewhere else? Um, the point is keep moving. If you dedicate your focus and your drive and your ambition towards your career and not just look at it as a job, then you will start to see success. Before I end the episode, I do want to mention that this career trajectory is, I see it as normal in the accounting industry, but I want to make sure you all know that I had a lot of help along the way. I had some amazing bosses who I consider more of mentors. I had people that really had my back. I networked throughout the company. So people knew me, people had a great um, idea of who I was in the company and they knew that I was a reliable person. So all of that played a role into me getting to that next step. And one thing I want to make sure everybody knows is that there are politics in every corporation. You have to talk to people. You have to do the small talk thing, no matter how 
hard that can be for some of us, you have to do it. Force yourself to do it. It'll be awkward at first until you just start doing it over and over again. Find some common ground with some of these people. If you run into the CEO in the break room and you just feel awkward because it's just you and the CEO in the break room, like what do you have to talk about? Talk about what he's drinking or he she's drinking. Like, what? oh, you like that espresso? Is that good? Like, just get the conversation going. It doesn't have to be something dramatic. It doesn't have to be something well thought out. Just chit chat. Like, practice with like coworkers that you wouldn't normally talk to. Just someone random that you're like, hey, I haven't seen you around here before. What do you do? Oh, that's really cool. I don't, you know what I mean? Just, just do it. And that will help you so much because then that person knows Maybe they don't necessarily know your name, but they know your face. And then they're going to start recognizing you around the office. And then the next thing you know, like, oh, they're vouching for you for some project or they're, they're vouching for you because they're the one that says yes or no, you get the promotion or not. And prior to that small talk, they'd have no clue who you were. So they'd have no bias one way or the other. Now, obviously, if you have bad interaction, interactions with these people, then that's not going to go your way. But you've got to make yourself known in a positive way in the working environment. You've got to make yourself known. Otherwise, you won't climb the ladder. And so that's where the politics really do come in. And people call it politics, but I don't like that term because it's really got a negative connotation. It's really networking. So what I like to say is, look, if, you know, Janine down the hall, she didn't know me, she wouldn't know that I would be perfect for this project that's coming up. And so she wouldn't know to put my name in the ring. But since we've made small talk and we've talked a little bit about what she does and what I do here and there, and we genuinely get good vibes from each other she's going to be much more likely to vouch for me than some other person that she knows. So keep that in mind. It's not just politics. It's, it's about people. Corporations are run by people. People promote the people they like. That's a part of it. If you want to go against it, you won't get anywhere. You will stay where you're at and you will be frustrated. So don't be afraid to get social. It is important. 